on into Lonely Town Podcast uh, with Jimmy and Derek. Today we have a special guest that said that we had to get her up at a crack of dawn. That's how I knew we were friends when she told me that. Uh, we want to welcome Tracy from uh, the UK to the show. Tracy, how are you doing today? Not too bad. A bit croaky, got a cold, so we see how we go. <laughs> well, we appreciate you coming in and making some time for us. Uh, you're our first international interview. And this is something that me and Jimmy have been looking forward to. So uh, thanks for being willing to come in and uh, talk with us. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. I see London. I see Lonely Town. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, where, whereabouts in the UK are you located? Just for uh, everyone to kind of have an idea. Yeah, I live in London, southeast London. So the opposite side of where the killers sort of link to is places like Camden and Wembley. All right. So let's go back. Uh, what? was your first introduction to the killers? Um, we, we asked this a lot with people that are from, from Nephi or from the town that we were at with their first interaction with Brandon. I don't know if you've had any interactions uh, directly with the band. We'll get there, but let's talk about just uh, maybe how you got into music and then how you got into the killers specifically. Well, they've always been part of my life since Hot Fuss came out. and They were, they were in the background, but it's only recently... In the last sort of five years, maybe since Wonderful, Wonderful, when I saw them live, and that's when when it really took off, and I I got into the the, the band big time. But um, I listened to Virgin Radio, Absolute Radio, those sort of radio stations, the, the, the rock radio stations that played them all the time, and um, so they, they they've been part of my DNA for the last twenty years. So you didn't get in right when the hot fuss craze hit. It was a, a few years later when you went to see them live. Yeah, 2017, well, 27th of November, to be precise, with the, the wonderful, wonderful tour. Uh, I it? saw them at, at the O2, at the O2 at um, Greenwich. Was there a reason you, you chose to go to that uh, concert then, where you weren't a, a big uh, fan at the time? I wasn't a big fan. Um, they, they've always been there or thereabouts. My husband was more into them than than I was at the time, and it was one of our bucket tour lists and um, uh, concerts to go and see. You know, we've seen Springsteen and Paul McCartney, etc. And it was it's one of the last bucket tour concerts and bands we wanted to go and see. So we, we went to the O2 in Greenwich, and just that coming out and seeing them live, it was it, it just something clicked, and it was just. You know, that I've, I've been a big fan ever since. So they kind of hooked you at that point? Oh, yeah. <laughs> how uh, how many times have you went to see them since then? Not since. I'm, I'm going to see them in, in June uh, in London. Fingers crossed. Um, fingers crossed, yeah. <laughs> it's been cancelled like two or three times since COVID, so <laughs> it's going to be a big one. <laughs> and where is that show? Um, that's at the, the Emirates Stadium in London. Wow. So yeah, how, big, how big of a band are the Killers in in uh, the United Kingdom? Because we hear things, we see things online. Um, over here in the States, they're a fairly big band, but I, I have the idea that they're a lot bigger over there. Is that just my perception or is that kind of a reality? Oh, no, they're, they're massive here. I mean, I think going back to Mr. Brightside, Mr. Brightside is like our second national anthem, <laughs> as it were. <laughs> You know, if you, if you go to a party or a wedding or even a funeral, they always play Mr. Brightside and everyone knows the words. And, you know, even people that aren't into the killers, 
they <laughs> they know the words to Mr. Brightside. And, you know, we've we got so many links to them with, with Flood and Mulder and people like that producing them. And, you know, they, 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 they are massive over here. And you've got the iconic gigs like Wembley Stadium, Glastonbury, and the Royal Albert Hall. You know, that, that means so much to us. I was going to read a little bit, actually, from... Are you guys familiar with the, the, the Wembley song? I've seen that they performed it. Um, so I've, I've heard them perform it just by watching YouTube, but I, I don't know the history or anything about, about it or what makes it special. Well, Wembley, Wembley Stadium is our sort of stadium for our football teams and where the, the, the big bands play, and it's so iconic to the UK. But I was just going to read a couple of lines from the Wembley song that sums up what the killers mean to the UK. So, in the borough of Brent, the legend is real. Stands a two-headed monster made of 33,000 tonnes of steel, and they called it Wembley. Whether it's a hot-blooded win or a heartbreaking loss, those three lions proudly play under the weight of St George's Cross out in Wembley. And I think the last bit sums up how much the killers mean to the UK. Mr Brightside had you scratching your head when you heard we were from Vegas, but you were positive it was from Sheffield or Camden. <laughs> So these are like iconic places for the, the killers in the UK. But that didn't matter. The seed was planted. You took us in like your own. Now we're bound by tradition, by how we've grown from Dave's apartment to Wembley. That song, those lyrics get me so emotional because it, it just creates the bond between the band and the UK. Can you tell us about your, what was your first reaction to to Pressure Machine? Oh man, Pressure Machine. Sam's Town was my favourite Killers album, but I think Pressure Machine has taken that over. <laughs> and it's it's just the, the 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 lyrics are so strong and so passionate, and I, that's one of the things that that the Killers have always and Brandon's lyrics in particular have always held me by is 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 that passion and you know your faith. I think that comes through on Pressure Machine as well. That's what I love about it. I love Americana. I love America. I love the killers, obviously. But, but, but yeah, I mean, a, a pressure machine, I didn't expect it. It just came out of the blue. It came out of COVID and the extra writing. And, you know, we got this gem that, that came through from COVID and Brandon's writing muscle just carried on going. One of my favourite albums, some of my favourite lyrics. So it means a lot to us, obviously, being written about Nephi. Are there things that resonate with you, even though they might be about Nephi, that you feel like they apply to your life or help describe your situation or your growing up or anything like that? I think it does in a way, because I always think back to my childhood. I, I didn't live in a, a small town like you guys do, but I was in the suburbs of London. And, you know, I, I grew up playing down the streets, playing football or soccer, as you guys say out in the streets, um, you know, it's, it, it's almost like a small town kind of bringing up that I had, even though it was in, in London. You know, we had the alleyways we used to play down and we'd muck about in the streets. And so it's, some, some of that kind of resonates. And the whole going back to your family and your parents, you know, when he talks about the prime of my life and some of his lyrics in that were amazing. Yeah, that's where we've uh, kind of had that question, and you probably heard us say it on uh, previous shows. Of uh, we understand why we get it and relate to it, but we were we were wondering how the outside world 
especially outside of small rural towns, uh, could relate. And I think kind of explains it a little better that everyone has uh, some sort of a neighborhood or a smaller community you grow up in, even if it is a big city that uh, you kind of know everyone or you go out on the streets and, and they're familiar with things and everyone's got family and probably hopefully good ties with them. So I uh, appreciate that answer. That kind of helps clarify that out for us. Yeah, I think it does resonate with all of us, you know, that, that you know, with people that have grown up in the suburbs or small towns or whatever. But, you know, when he talks about whenever I'm near the town, I find some reason to give and I walk with the dead and live in where I used to live. You know, that, that sums it all up, doesn't it? It definitely does for us. and We're glad it does for you. What What's your ranking of some of your favorite songs uh, that you relate to the best on that album? I think Quiet Town is my favorite because it just sums up. I'm, I'm, I can never work out why they didn't have that as the first song because it kind of sums up the whole town and the whole things that are to come. So it's, so I've not, I've not quite worked out. I suppose they like to have a sort of banger to go in with, but <laughs> that, that, that would have been my first choice of song to have. I suppose it's a bit like Sam Town, Sam's Town with um, Interlude and Exitlude. They don't have Interlude as the first one. They have Sam's Town as the first one. So <laughs> I suppose they, they have to start with a good a good song to get you going. Yeah, me and Jimmy have had uh, some talks about uh, what the actual chronological order of that, that album should be or, or was or is. I mean, I, I guess we haven't talked to Brandon, so we don't know uh, the layout, but it seems like yeah. there's kind of a story in there, but it kind of got pulled about. So I think you yeah. have a point there with that should be or could be the introduction to set up the story and the town and the scene. Uh, what was your... Uh, I guess, did you have any ideas or concepts about even Utah? Or I, I don't know if you knew about Nephi before this album, but did you have any uh, idea of Brandon's kind of childhood or any ideas of what the Southwest was before you heard any of this album? Yeah, I'm kind of familiar with America. You know, I've been to Vegas and the, the, the West Coast, California, et cetera. I, I just love America. But, yeah, I, I know Nephi just from reading up about Brandon and his background, etc. So I was, I was kind of familiar with it, but it, it's so great to see it. And your your podcast is such a great companion piece to the the album. You know, it's, it's it just sort of gives you that background information that little bits and pieces that we didn't know. So yeah, we appreciate that. It's it's, it's just so good to have the two together. Um, I'm a big fan of. I, I kind of play our music in the car. I'm a bit old school. I play CDs in the car and drive it into work. So it's kind of cool. I like to see the sort of progression of an album from start to finish in the right order. And the thing about the killers, they're so visual in terms of music. I don't don't know if that makes sense, but when you hear a killer song, particularly Pressure Machine or Imploding the Mirage, it's 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 a visual thing. When you hear the music, you you're in that place. You know, you're in a desert or Nephi or wherever. And I think playing it in the car when you're driving to work on a dark, miserable, rainy day in the UK, you know, <laughs> it, just, it just brings this whole other words, whole whole other word world um world to you. You know, it's it's just like it, it creates the picture. And not a lot, some bands aren't like that. They're not visually, you know, they don't, you don't visually see the tracks or the albums or what they're trying to talk about. And 
you know, Brandon's lyrics, they just make this whole desert landscape. It's incredible. That's cool. Thank you for your, your kind words about the podcast. Can I ask how you came to find us? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> I think, did you post on the um, the subreddit first? Uh, the, the killer probably. I think we I think we tried there first, yes. Yeah, I think that's probably how I came, came about, uh, you guys, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite active on the, the Killer subreddit, so that's probably why I came across you, but I can't actually remember, to be sure. The, the Killer subreddit Reddit is where I sort of get my information from, and they, they seem quite a cool bunch. Um, I'd like to give a shout-out. There's a, there's a lady on there called Larky. I don't know if you know her. Yes. Yeah, she she's great. She posts you know, sort of videos and stuff that I wouldn't normally get to see, and she she comes across like a an interview or an article and she types it all out for people to read. Yeah. She's incredible. Yeah. It's, it's really cool to see those old interviews that, you know, you can find them if you search really hard, but it's nice to have someone that just puts them out there easy to find and yeah. types them out too. So. Yeah. No, she's great. And you guys great. <laughs> I just want to thank you guys for your podcast. You know, I've listened to it from the start and it just gives that, um, that, that whole, Overview of Nephi and great little town that's <laughs> produced so many people. <laughs> well, we we like it and special to us, but it's nice to know that it's uh, not only special to Brandon. We had uh, you've heard on the podcast and stuff before. We kind of had a relationship where it almost felt like he abandoned or forgot or pretended it wasn't a piece of him for a while. That uh, it's nice to see it meant a lot to him, and now that it's meaning a lot to other people, that's that's kind of special, at least to me. So. And this album's been able to do that. So that's that's a good thing, I guess, that came out of COVID. Yeah, and that's cool. And if you guys ever come to the UK, you know, come to London, we'll we show you around. <laughs> Thank you. you. You might regret that offer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're, you're welcome anytime. <laughs> we take you to so, Camden and Wembley, <laughs> all those places. So if you were to come to Nephi, what would you want to see? Oh, <laughs> Rubber plants. This <laughs> is my entry to get the count. This is my entry to get the baseball cap. <laughs> you're, you're entered. <laughs> have you uh, have you searched out Nephi? Like went to Google Maps or anything like that and done any research? Oh yes, I've, I've, I've had I've had a walk around <laughs> Google Maps. So so what are some of the highlights the salt creek and all those places? <laughs> the Salt Creek. So did you yep. just like go down Main Street or did you dig around a little bit? Did you find where Brandon grew up? I tried to find, what's that, that place called where his, his home house was? Um, the Annex. But, yeah, the Annex, yeah. I tried to find that, but I couldn't find it. I sort of wandered up and down Main Street and by <laughs> sorts of places. We'll have to send you, I can send you a link. It's not, I don't know what it's actually called. That's just what people call it, I think. Yeah, too far off Main Street by the by the old mill park. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. I saw him filming outside of it when he did that that, that yeah. little video clip. So, what uh, what are your thoughts on this new record that we're being told is coming out? Oh, I don't know what to think. I always find it quite stressful when they have a new album coming out. It's like it's, it can live up to the previous ones, and it always does. But there's there's some kind of stress to it, you know. You sort of, oh God, please don't let it be anything bad. And it never <laughs> is. <no. laughs> 
what are some of your favorite killer memories or songs or that kind of relationship too? going back? I know we, we talked a lot about pressure machine there, but um, just once you went to that wonderful, wonderful concert and went back uh, mm-hmm. back catalog and, and discovered a lot of their work, is there, you know, any, any memories or stories that come out from any of that time? Well, the, 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 the big surprise to me was Brandon's um, solo stuff, you know, Flamingo and, Flamingo is my favourite, actually. I mean, it's, it's it sort of paints a whole picture of the the strip and <laughs> Vegas, and it's just a great album. So that was the the surprise that came from going back through the the back catalogues is to discover his solo stuff. So that was pretty cool. You bring up Vegas when you went there. Did you go there with any killers tourism in mind? No. The funny thing was when I went there, it was before I got into the killers. You know, as okay. I say, I've, I've always kind of been into them in a loose sense but it was only the last five years I really got into them and the the last time we went there was before I I liked the killers so you know I was just wandering up and down the strip and sitting outside Margaritaville on places like that so (laughs) I've I've been there Um, so you talked a little earlier about uh, when I asked you the size and how massive the killers are in England you brought up uh, seeing Paul McCartney at the O2. Uh, we kind of had, oh, yeah. or was that at the O2 where you've seen him, right? Uh, Paul McCartney was at um, Wembley. At Wembley, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. So you've you've seen Paul McCartney. We had a, uh, what they call the British invasion when the Beatles came over and kind of just yeah. over uh, America. I'm sure you're familiar with that. Uh, I have this thought that the killers kind of benefited backwards with that. When they went over to, to London and the UK to start their careers, they got kind of big that way. I don't know if it was like a reverse invasion of, of being from America helped them at all. But when they got popular in America, a lot of people mistake, mistook them for a British band. Uh, Lady Gaga, yeah. uh, for one, said that they were her favorite British band or something of that effect. Um, why do you think it is that uh, America loves British music so much? Yeah, I think it just goes back to to, to the Beatles, doesn't it? Um, you know, the, I was kind of thinking of it in reverse. You know, we, we, you know, we, we think of the, the 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 Killers as being a, a British band, don't we? <laughs> because of our influences and you know the their influences and you know, people like ELO, the Beatles, the Cure, the Smiths, New Order. So I think that's why we like them over here. But um, I think that's why we like them over here too. That's the strange part because I think if they would have uh, got popular or got signed and did Hot Fuss first coming out of America um, or, or got kind of started that way, I don't think they'd be as big as they are today, at least in my view. There's no way of knowing this, but I think it really helped that they got popular in the UK or over in Europe first. And then when they came here, it was almost like this new British band coming that had some uh, mystery to them or something. And then come to find out they were from Las Vegas or, or here all along. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you guys think about when t- people talk about Brandon's Brit- English accent on hot fuss? <laughs> I've never really got that. <laughs> I'm like, I've got an English accent. He doesn't sound English to me. Um, <laughs> I know they did some stuff like auto tune and double track vocals, and they used Echo Farm, didn't they? Which, which gives a, 
sort of delay feel to, to it. But it doesn't sound English to me as an English person. That is it. Is it more from an American point of view that he sounds English to you, or where does that come from? I think there is just certain certain words the way he pronounces them in the song or the way he sings them across. Uh, a little bit different than we're used to hearing. And I, I can't think of specific examples right now. I'd have to listen to it again and, and mark some down. But Yeah, we've... yeah he's, he's, he sounds more specific the way he pronounces things, doesn't he? And it's, it's he articulates, but, you know, it's a com- completely different to the way he sounds in Pressure Machine or including the Mirage. He's, he's gone back to his sort of southwest roots. <laughs> yeah, I think it goes back to almost... I don't know if emulating, but trying to sound more like the Smiths or, or Morrissey or kind of trying to have that uh, 80s-ish tone to it and where they were, yeah, yeah. where they were from, you know, over, over your way. I'm wondering if that's kind of where people just assumed or made up in their mind, oh, this band's from, from uh, London and Brandon's got an English accent. I, I don't know. Maybe it was his Utah Nephi accent that people just weren't familiar with, as we've discussed in the podcast. <laughs> Uh, but but I, definitely, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have seen and, and read the same things online. I'm sure you've read a lot more going back to, to Hot Fuss to where people almost call them an imposter band pretending to be uh, from from England. No, <laughs> never an imposter band. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to ask you this over over in uh, over in the UK. There's a lot of like killer tribute bands that I found surprising because over here. You have to be almost like the Rolling Stones or, you know, Queen. You have to be a pretty big uh, band, ACDC, to have a tribute band that can actually tour and, and survive. Have you ever went and saw any of these uh, tribute bands? I've not seen them, but there, there's some guys called The Fillers that are so good. And the, the, the drummer from The Fillers actually did, um, for reasons unknown, when they get the drummer, to, when they get someone from the, tra- the crowd to come up and play the drums, um, for reasons unknown. <laughs> And this guy was so good, and it turned out he was the drummer for the fillers. So <laughs> that's I'm why thinking, he was good. <laughs> I'm thinking we might not be able to get the killers ever in Nephi, but maybe we can get one of these the fillers or somebody to come over. Yeah, <laughs> we can have the bathing beauty pageant with them playing it or something. <laughs> I think the best um, the, the best tribute band I know is <laughs> we went to see Crowded House in Liverpool one day, and um, their tribute band is called Crowded Scouse. I don't know if that makes sense to you guys, but people from Liverpool are called Scousers. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> They're called crowded Scousers, man. <laughs> so if somebody wants to come over to see a, a killer show uh, over in, in the UK on, on a tour, what are some spots or some places that might be uh, somewhere they might want to go and see? We have our Nephi tour and, and talk about places to go and see throughout Nephi. Are there anything... Uh, kind of killers related that you'd recommend to any fans that might go over that way to, to watch them play? Yeah, I think it, it'd probably be most mostly around London with places like Camden when they first played in some sort of pub gigs, etc. sort of northwest London. So if, if over that way, you've got the, the pubs in Camden and you can go and see Wembley and places like that. Or you could go up to Liverpool, do some Beatles stuff. Definitely, it would be on on my bucket list to to get, do some of that, see some of that uh, early early Beatles stuff. Mister Brightside, you were saying it was almost like a second national anthem. What about that? Do you think connects over uh, 
to the UK so much, and then it's got this record on the charts. Do you, do you ever see that going away, or is it just on the radio all the time? How how's that work, or how's how's it stayed relevant? How's it stayed relevant? Years? Yeah, for for twenty years. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just it's, you know, Mr. Brightside is such a big thing over here. I think that that is what connects us both in the UK, and we've. You know, it's, it's it's constantly on the radio. The the rock stations play the Killers on a daily basis. The ones I listen to, anyway. So I suppose I, I listen to the ones that play the Killers. So I can't account for the other ones. Yeah, it's just it's just in our DNA. You know, with the, the, the sort of links between the British bands and the Killers, and it's it's always going to be there. So nothing really specific. It just kind of hit and it stuck. Is that is that kind of what uh, you feel? Yeah, I think it's it's just because they're they're influenced by the British bands that we've always listened to, and it's it's like a sort of mid Atlantic thing, you know. We it's, it's that combination of the, the the bands that we love, and they've channeled it through the strip, as Brandon said, and you know it's 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 always to be there. It's that link. So, what's your favorite football team? Liverpool. <laughs> football, as in yes, yeah. yes, that's what I meant. Yeah. Oh yes, I'm I'm a Liverpool fan. Even though I live in London, I've just got that link with Liverpool with the Beatles and football and you'll never walk alone. <laughs> it's definitely a culture that uh, the British fans, I'll ask you this, the British fans seem to be more passionate. And, and I guess with that football question kind of brought that to my mind, uh, they seem to be more passionate. Uh, well, we can see that with killers, like the live from uh, Wembley and all those other live recordings. Uh, and then when we go online, me and Jimmy have noticed, I mean, we get kind of embraced with it as well. What, what do you think that passion comes from for things or, or why do you think the fandom of the UK seems to be more than, than what we're used to or see over, over here in the States, just in general, not even for the killers, but very passionate about, about your, your teams and your bands and, and things that you embrace. Yeah. I don't know where that comes from. I mean, obviously the, the, the football thing goes back hundreds of years you know we, we, I think it's about the music I think the music is the main thing with the football you know we've, we've got chants we've got songs you know something like using Liverpool as an example with you'll never walk alone you know it's a it was a minor song that was in the the, the show Cabaret and then Jerry and the Pacemakers did the single and then Liverpool embraced that and if you know to be there in that stadium at Anfield when they sing "You'll Never Walk Alone," it's it's spine tingling. It's it's like nothing you've ever seen. If it just you guys go and Google "You'll Never Walk Alone" and see some of the best examples of people singing it, it's it's incredible. It's you know, it's it's a religious experience if that kind of connects with you guys. If you you know if you've ever heard them do it, and, and when you're there, that you can feel that the hairs stand up in the back of your neck. It's just incredible. <laughs> So I think it's that sort of passion, that's, that the music, the, the group mentality, that it's, it's, it's difficult to explain, but that's, I think a lot of it does go back to the music, and the music is such a passionate thing, isn't it? Yeah, it seems to be something that relates to everybody, something we can all come together with. I've just uh, noticed through watching uh, videos and things, it just seems like uh, the British fans, and maybe I haven't watched, uh, I guess, videos from everywhere around the world, but uh, with our interaction and stuff, there's just a different passion and a different level of almost intensity on, on things. And 
if uh, if you guys love something, you really love something and you go all in and that's that's to be commended. I'm not I'm not trying to make light or anything of that. That's something I wish we had more of over here. That's what I love about the killers. I mean, especially Brandon. He's so passionate when he does his performances and his his lyric writing and everything. It's all from the heart, isn't it? It's from your. I think a lot of it is from his religious beliefs and your church, and you know that I think that's where he gets his, his passion from. You know, it's difficult to know how he would be without that faith, and if he would be less passionate. But. Um, that's what I love about the killers. You know, when he steps up on stage, it's, he puts everything into every performance. It's amazing. Yeah, maybe that's something uh, we went back to other bands that you might not just relate with. There's the bands that come out with good songs that have the music that give you the things. But I think there is something to that passion or or knowing that uh, Brandon, for this example, when he goes up and, and is singing or is presenting his songs, he means it. And you can kind of tell that these aren't just words that somebody else wrote or that he got from the back of a napkin or, or whatever to, to rhyme together to make it go with the music. It seems like, uh, you know, that's coming from him, his experiences and, and whether you agree with what he's saying or not, you know, that he's a hundred percent into it. And, and in that moment, he's presenting that to you, the same belief with the same uh, conviction that he has. And I, I think that might be a reason why the killers have connected so much there in the UK. I hadn't thought that way till, till you just said that. So. Yeah, absolutely. That, that, that's what I love about that, that, that whole passion that he, that he brings across on stage. Yeah, I think that's just, just what I love about you guys and the, the killers and everything else. It just sort of brings out that passion. So if you had the chance to meet the killers, is there anything you would ask them? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> just wondering if there's questions you have uh, about their process or their experiences or things that you wondered about i i probably don't have uh you know I, I have my own questions for them based on nephi but just curious if there's there's anything like that that if you had the chance to meet him you would ask i kind of run this through my head sometimes i think if i did meet them or brandon i, I, I just stress about it too much and just <laughs> <laughs> nothing would come out but i think i'd just like to thank them for one of the things that I think is a common thing with Killers fans is, is the fact that their, their music gets people through dark times or depressive times and it, you know, gives them hope and faith, etc. And I just want to say thank you. Well, outside of the Killers, what other kinds of music is, is in your CD player these days? Ooh, old stuff. <laughs> Springsteen. Billy Joel, Hello. <laughs> yeah, just rock stuff, you know, the, the old school influences. I just want to say, I hope you guys keep going and branch out into the, the next album, wherever you want to go after this one. Well, before we, we let you go, is there is there anywhere or anything you want to plug or, or places people can find you? Or On Instagram, I'm at Trace well, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, we hope you get feeling better and being able oh, yeah. to schedule to, to line this up. It does mean a lot to me and Jimmy. Your contributions, your emails, and, and stuff that you posted really helped us a lot as well. So we do oh. appreciate that. Oh, thank you, guys. Well, thank you so great. much for the podcast. It means a lot to me and all of us over here. Thank but, you. Thank you, guys.
I see London, I see Lonely Town. <laughs> Another episode down from Lonely Town. Yeah.